Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. Uh, and this is a show where we are going to be playing games that we have never played before and, and that people have told us that we should play. Uh, this first kind of, I guess, season is going to be us playing through the uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses game for the Nintendo Switch. And to kind of give us uh, kind of best practices, answer some questions about that we have, uh, we have with us Alana Oaken. Alana, thank you so much. Yay, Alana. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is like truly a dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) Any opportunity to talk about Fire Emblem more. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) For those of you who listen to, uh, there's Into the Aether, a Loki video game podcast. Uh, Alana has been on one episode talking about Fire Emblem or more than one? So I've now been on two episodes and I think one was explicitly like designed so that I could talk about Fire Emblem um, <laughs> and the other I just sort of shoehorned it in otherwise. Amazing. Uh, and uh, Alana is here as our resident expert, I suppose. You've played through Three Houses. I, I don't want to get the number wrong, but a dozen times? Is that? Not, not quite a dozen, no. But not I, a dozen. I, I, I think I have beaten it seven times and I'm sort oh of God. like... Okay you know, meandering my way through an eighth in between like all the other games I play. Got it. Amazing. It's really just so many hours. (laughs) Yeah. We're so glad to have you here because like I said, this is a game that people, my friends have been telling me to play it for since it came out. I tried to play it a little bit and then it just fell off for some reason. Kim, you played a little bit of it, right? I have played like 45 minutes. Um, (laughs) From what I can recall from my playthrough, um, my 45 minute playthrough, there goes Ringo. (laughs) I met a green-haired child who was very rude to me. Um, I met the three leads. We defeated some bandits, and that's it. Nice. So extremely green, and that was actually the only Fire Emblem game that I have ever picked up. So mm. it's a brand new experience. Thrilling, thrilling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think I mean we have a list of questions here, Alana. You've seen them beforehand, so I think we will just get right into them. Uh, and I think I would like to start with one of my questions, uh, which is: Is the game good? <laughs> That's actually like sort of a loaded question. Like, oh my so, God. <laughs> so yes, obviously, like I'm obsessed with this game. It like, I would say sort of changed my like trajectory when it came to gaming. Like I didn't think I was someone who was into strategy stuff, for example. And I, mm. I didn't really know about the type of game that this is where, you know, really so much of it is based around like deepening your relationships with people and like the prize essentially that you earn as you get closer and closer with these characters is these little mini cutscenes. And at first I thought that those were just sort of silly and, you know, let them like all stack up and then eventually I was like oh that's the real sort of thrust of this game so all that to say like yes it is very enjoyable but I think any Fire Emblem fan sort of new or old also is like going to be the first person in any conversation to be like yeah Fire Emblem is like really fucking weird like (laughs) like, even this game which I think is the best written out of all of the ones I've played and certainly has the most like in-depth plot and like the characters I would say are the most fleshed out like so much of it is such nonsense like like you'll try and like trace the seemingly most legible plot line and then be like this doesn't make any sense at all unless I like <laughs> completely suspend disbelief like, like they like this was like clearly a game that like a lot of time and effort was put into and like certainly no knock on the developers but like there are like whole enormous plot holes that are not filled by the end that it would have been like very easy I think to just sort of have like you know two lines and be like blah 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 and that's how we defeated the bad guys or whatever um no spoilers 
spoilers. But anyway, all of this is to say it is like. Wait, the they level- defeat the bad guys in this game? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, no, it is such a great game. It is so satisfying. Like it, it is certainly just the mechanics of it are are just so pleasurable. Like, like it is just the first game I think I played in my adult life where I was just like mm. putting in eight hours at a time or whatever and just like could not oh put it gosh. down. Um, but there are like very reasonable and obvious like things that are wrong with it. So yes, it is yeah. a great, <laughs> wonderful game that is like so far from perfect. Amazing. I'm. It's a relief to hear you say that the deepening of the relationships is is kind of like the core of the game because that's kind of what has drawn me to it. After you know how many years of being like, I think this game is just not for me. I don't want to play a strategy game. So it's. I, I'm glad to hear that that is to you the thing that that is sort of at the heart of the game because that was my biggest concern is like am I gonna you know be excited to do that part and then this strategy stuff is just sort of gonna be something I have to do to to get there um (laughs) but I'm I'm excited to hear that it's like no that's that's front and center absolutely and I I actually am really excited to talk to you guys like maybe when you're done with the season or your playthrough or whatever um because I think you're gonna have the most like stringent opinions about all these characters (laughs) And right now, I think they'll probably mean nothing to you. But like whenever I meet, you know, someone who plays Fire Emblem, um, it just takes like five minutes to devolve into like, do you love Felix or do you hate him? Like, you know, like, where do you stand on Sylvain? No, like all of these names that like really meant nothing to me, even like through my first playthrough, because, you know, you only really get to know a third of the cast, which we'll get into when we talk about the mechanics. But like it really took me like hundreds of hours. And now I just like feel I think I have stronger opinions about these characters than like some people who I've like known for years. which like probably says more about me than the game but you know (laughs) that's exciting too i weirdly one of the the things that made me pull the trigger finally after all this time was um the time i spent playing mass effect legendary edition Mm. where i was like oh my god i am so invested in this team and these characters and the relationships and um that that to me was so compelling and i had never played a game really like that before Mm. um so i'm excited to do more of that and have a whole new cast to develop strong opinions about hit me up in like two years when you guys do a persona playthrough (laughs) i have a friend who bought me the day that persona 4 golden was available on steam i have a friend who bought it for me for no reason it wasn't on my wish list it was just like a game that came out on steam we were friends on steam he's like hey i bought you this game you should play it and i was like "Ah, okay i'm like sure um so it's in the cards at some point for me maybe not on the podcast maybe on the podcast but we'll see i i kim it's interesting you said that that like Mass Effect is what kind of got you interested in this game, because like I don't think I have ever played a game that is doing like the social aspect of Fire Emblem or of any of these games. Like, I think the closest I've gotten probably is like I've played all the Telltale Walking Dead games and like you're kind of building relationships there. But I think that's a little more narrative focused where you're like your choices. You know, you have to talk to these people no matter what. And like, depending on what you say, you're building these relationships. So like, I've never had the option of like, oh, I could just not talk to this one person the whole game. And like, we don't need to, you know, we don't need to address it. Um, So I'm curious if that's gonna grab me. Cause I like, like I said, I had played the game before for like, uh, I don't know, probably like six hours total, Mm. but I only got to like the third month or whatever it is. And like, I was having a 
fine. I was honestly, I was enjoying the strategy stuff a little more than the social stuff, which is kind of freaking me out because I've heard that the strategy stuff is not that good. <laughs> um, from like, you know, Brendan and Steven for the, from, from Into the Aether, my, uh, my friends as well, have said like, the, that's the weaker part of the game. And I'm like, oh no, if that's the part of the game I like, like what's what's in store for me? Like, am I going to enjoy this game? But I, I don't know. We'll see. I actually, I will say, I think it's certainly weaker than, you know, again, this was my first ever strategy game. So like take what mm. I have to say with a grain of salt. But after playing this, I've played a couple other Fire Emblems, um, most notably Awakening, which I was on to talk with them about. And I think has maybe my favorite strategy of the series and therefore of like any strategy game I've ever played, which number in the threes. Uh, but <laughs> I, I, I do think that you will have a lot of fun with this, AJ. If your brain is sort of like, you know, wants that to chew on, like there is a lot. Like I think the, the issues people sometimes have, and this is a little more in the weeds, is like, you know, sometimes the maps can feel redundant, for example. Like mm. when you're, you know, when you're battling out on the battlefield, there's like five possible options for what those battlefields can look like, despite the fact <laughs> sure. that they're supposed to like be taking place across an entire continent. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think there's a little more, um, you're a little more, well, I can't even say that. I was going to say you're, you're a little more locked in in terms of like which direction you can train your various characters in. But I mean, you can kind of go for broke and just be like, I've decided that my tiny like five foot one archer who clearly wants to be an archer is like going to be a brawler and you can always like <laughs> fuck around like that if you want. Um, so I think that there's a lot of ways to also like put parameters and guardrails on it for yourself to like make the strategy part really fun. And you mm. actually might even like be interested in playing it on the hard difficulty setting. Like I like I, I found that to be totally doable after my first playthrough. I was like hard is actually like a nice way to get some friction without feeling like it's impossible. So that that might be the move for you. Mm. I, I will be playing on on like Weenie Hut Jr. mode. No, just like it, whatever is baby mode. That's what I'll be playing on. No, I think that's like, honestly, that's the way to start. If you're like, I want to experience the story. I want to get to know these characters, like because there are certainly frustrating parts, even on normal mode. Like, I think that they do sort of up the ante over the course of um, the game. And it also will depend, I'm sure, on which houses you guys choose, because I think that there is one house in particular that is like significantly harder than the others. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Cliff cliffhanger uh, for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, talking about the houses. Yeah. Um, so this is this was like a big question that we had about sort of best practices for doing this, um, which is, would you recommend that we play the same houses at the same time? Is there like a risk that we're going to be spoiling something for each other? What is your take on that? Because I know AJ, the run that he started was Black Eagles and I started Blue Lions. I wish I had like a definitive answer for you guys. And it's going to be a real follow your heart situation. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So basically, like the long and short of it is yes, to some degree, you will be at slight risk for spoiling each other. Like that said, I think that it might be worth the interest and sort of the the resulting discussions. Like, because really there are several main plot points in this game. There are not very many. Um, they frankly, like, took me very by surprise as a, as a not very smart woman. <laughs> so you, you might immediately be like, oh, duh, like that's what was, I could see that happening from like an hour into the game, whatever. I also think, frankly, if you guys like this game at all, you are going to want to play at least one, if not both other houses anyway. So like, mm. it might just be worth it to have you both doing it at the same time. The one thing I will say is that Black Eagles 
Hills is the shortest route of the three of them by mm, actually yeah. a significant margin. I think it's only <sighs> 18 chapters and I think the others are like 22, 23 thereabouts. Mm. Um, I also think, so I think Black Eagles is the hardest house. Um, and so AJ, if you're thinking you want to play on a harder mode, you guys might just like get out of step with each other. You might, you might literally be asynchronous. Um, but hey. if you're, <laughs> but if you're kind of willing to like be like, oh, I'm just going to like hustle and make sure I'm on chapter 13 when Kim's on chapter 13 or whatever. Um, I would say that the first 11, 12, 13 chapters of the game are the ones where you guys really do want to be in lockstep and where it might be interesting to like check in and be like, so what's this character's deal? Like, what, what do you think yeah. is going on in the game? And then after that, I think you'll have a little bit more freedom to play. Like AJ, if you want to hang out in one chapter for like an extra week or whatever. Mm -hmm. okay. um, that said though, I think that you could like have a lot of fun playing the same houses and like, you mm -hmm. know, getting to know the same characters at the same time. Um, Cause not to jump the gun, but I know you guys were also curious a little bit about recruiting. And so yeah. just for, you know, people who are new to the game, um, you, you know, you're a professor at a, at a monastery war school situation. Yeah. Um, you have a, just exactly. your, your average war school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With like filled with like literal children, like the characters range from like 15 to like 19. And that's like basically it. Uh, but you have the option, you know, once you've chosen your house, your, you know, your class of, I think it's eight students, you always have the option to recruit other students from other houses. I tend to think on a first playthrough, it's just kind of nice to stick with your house. Like there's just so much game to be had and so much to get to know about these characters and even to like let yourself be surprised by. Like I, I played Golden Deer for my very first run actually, which I, I don't super recommend because I think it's actually the best route to get like the full overview. And I'd sort of wished I'd like navigated a little more slowly, but there were like a handful of characters in my first house that I was like, not that excited about. Like, I, I just like thought mm. they were kind of nerdy, like, or just like, just like I wasn't interested in their personalities or in their backstories or even particularly their, um, you know, battle proclivities and like just sort of forcing myself to play, you know, 50 hours with them. By the end, I was like, I would die for any one of these characters. <laughs> so I think, I think there is always the, I don't even want to say risk, but like, you know, if you're recruiting from outside and you're sort of handpicking everyone that you're interested in and like your perfect house on your first playthrough, I actually think yeah. you run the risk of losing out on, on getting to know sort of the game as, I don't even want to say like, as it was designed to be played. Cause there are like, <laughs> I actually think like probably infinite ways to play this game. But I, I think that like, you'll just have such a great time without doing that, that you may as well do it. And, and so circling back to what I was saying, I do think there's a plus and a minus to you guys playing different routes on the first run where like you won't know the same characters really like you'll, I'm sure you'll you'll run into them in the monastery and like you'll be like right. oh Hilda she is the lazy one like we can both joke <laughs> about that but you won't know their backstory necessarily um, mm -hmm. and the other will and that could be really cool like you could really fill each other in in that regard and sort of be like mm -hmm. my impression of this person was that like he sucked and was a himbo and like whatever and then the other person will be like you thought <laughs> like actually turns out <laughs> <laughs> that he's like the gentlest, most wonderful person ever. So like oh that God. could be fun. Again, it could also be fun though to be like comparing very similar experiences and very similar right. playthroughs. But I don't know. I think I'm kind of, as as I've talked, I'm sort of leaning toward like you guys should maybe play different houses and just like see what happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but you know what? Take, take that with a grain of salt. Like feel free to do whatever like feels good, obviously. Yeah. So if we, I know you said that the Black Eagles is like definitely the shortest by a few chapters. So mm -hmm. is there a better, 
better way? Because we were thinking about like maybe a chapter, an episode or something. Just like what is the best way to like make sure that we are at like the same spot in the timeline? Is that doable Mm -hmm. at all? I think that's doable. Like I I still like like I said, I think up until chapter like 11, 12, 13 or so, like that's when I would say it's like genuinely important to avoid sort of spoiling each other or lagging behind to Mm -hmm. be doing the same things. After that, like, you know, I'm not going to tell you sort of what happens, but there is like more divergence between all of the houses. And even I would say like in the way any one person chooses to play. So I think you could kind of just like met it out a little bit and just like, also, especially if you, if you know, like Black Eagles ends at 18, like we could just like do the math and do like, you know, (laughs) however many, um, like two episodes for one chapter or something, um, whatever. I I think you'll be able to figure it out. You also, frankly, I think this is a prediction. I don't know either of y'all's like gameplay styles. I think you Mm. will get to a point where one chapter a week, it feels way too slow because I think that there are like, I actually think you could probably easily say you're going to do two a week or even like three if you were like, I'm really going to commit to this thing because Mm. you can kind of make the months, which is how the chapters are divided, go as fast or as slow as you want. Like you can decide if you want to do little auxiliary battles. You can decide if you want to like, you know, have a bunch of tea times or have a bunch of like hangouts with your different characters. Like there are times when I've done a month in a night, you know, and it's not like because of obsessive grinding. It's just like, oh, you know, like this just didn't take me very long. Um, So Mm. I would almost maybe recommend you guys like play the first chapter or two or even three and just kind of like see where your metabolism lies and be like oh it actually turns out that we want to kind of squish some of this stuff together or we would like to you know draw this out over the course of many months like but I kind of predict that you will not want to be hemmed in by the like one a week uh, Mm. (laughs) structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah the the general sense that I get from this game is that it's when you like it you really like it and you become addicted to it and I know when I first downloaded it I posted about it on Twitter and there was like rejoicing in the streets about the fact that I was about to play this game. (laughs) Um, And uh, so I, I, I suspect that everyone is right. And that we're going to want more of it probably. Yeah. But like, I, I actually like, again, I don't know how you guys are really planning to like structure the show, but like, I could even see a reality in which you were like, fuck it. Like we're going to play the whole first run over the course of like, (laughs) a month or two and then we're just gonna do a second run where we switch up the houses we play like like, that is actually like so not beyond the realm of possibility and Mm. even like friends who I think of as like not particularly into gaming who I've like recommended this to or who have picked it up have just been like so taken with it because like another thing is so the way the game functions and like this is I don't think a spoiler is like you're really switching off like you're you know half the time you're running around the monastery like literally like teaching sword lessons to like you know (laughs) your bratty 17 year old students and the other half of the time you're fighting on the battlefield and that basically stays the same throughout the entire game and it's almost like you know when you're eating snacks and like you have like one salty snack and one sweet snack and you keep being like well I've already had a cheese it so like now I need an M&M but now I need another cheese it but now I need another M&M like that's kind (laughs) of intimately familiar with this experience (laughs) that's like sort of how the game functions at least in my brain where it's like I'll get a little bored of like running around the monastery like fishing and then I'll do a battle and I'll be like so into that and then I'll get a little bored with battling and then I'll be like ugh time to fish again and then before I know it's early in the morning so again like you guys might vary obviously in terms of how much you are enjoying this or how much you like sort of one mode versus the other but like it it can really eat time like I I just have really lost so many hours of my life to this video game (laughs) that's what I've heard I don't think I realized that there was a fishing mini game in this game it's a really good fishing mini game cam I think you're I think you're gonna dig it (laughs) I'm very excited now (laughs) um 
Did you want to ask about tea time? <laughs> yeah. You know what? You did bring up tea time. Um, I want to know more about tea time. It sounds like it's right up my alley. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's great. It's such a bizarre little mechanic in the game. So as I said, like you, you know, you play as this professor, um, sort of this mysterious mercenary who just like shows up essentially at the monastery one day. Um, and their backstory sort of unfolds, sort of doesn't. But at the end of the day, your sort of real challenge is to get to know your students and to get closer with them and to, you know, bring out the best of them, wh whether that's through battling or through like social interaction. And one of, and a lot of, there are a lot of different ways to do that. Like you can have meals with them, you can train them, like whatever. And then there's this one that I think has become like truly a meme. Like it's become like very infamous online called Tea Time. And it really like, I don't have a lot of experience with like dating Sims, but it just like <laughs> looks precisely like that. Like literally like it becomes, okay. this is like the only part in the game that's like first person POV. You are sitting across a table from like one of these war children. And like <laughs> the idea is that like, oh, and sometimes I will also say this is another, like I would say meme and sort of like answers the question of is this a good game or not um like it's really become a running joke in like the fire emblem fandom how bad the textures of the food are mm. like like the rest of the game like looks pretty good for the most part especially like the 3d environment but then like there's a market with like bushels of apples that just like looks like fabric printed with pictures of apples on it. and like the same I think holds for tea time where you'll have this like it's always like the same like two photos it like cycles between of like a tiered tray of cookies that like look like they're made of wax like it looks so unappetizing <laughs> and then like you know your little teacup and so the you can like acquire different types of tea leaves over the course of your time in the monastery and you figure out sort of who likes what you know like who Who's going to like Almiron pine needle tea? Who's going to like, you know, like four saints tea? Like there's like a million different kinds of teas and all of your students. And I should also say um, there are some fellow professors too who you can like make friends with and, and deepen your relationships too. So it's not just students um, and you can also have tea time with them. And so it all starts when you offer them tea and, you know, if you don't get it right, that's fine. Like what their favorite is, but it definitely helps if you do. And then you're presented with a bunch of like conversation options and like it really feels so arbitrary to me, like what each person wants to talk about. Like sometimes like the surliest character turns out like all they want to talk about is cats or like, you know, like <laughs> so, or someone really does not want to talk about their studies, even if it seems like they're a really like diligent student. And so you sort of have to just like pick the options and like remember what someone likes. And there are little hints throughout the game, like based on, you know, little conversations in passing you have. Um, everyone kind of comes with like, you know, one of those like video game style ID cards where it'll be like, this person's height and like their whole deal and like what they like and dislike. But I would kind of say like the thing with tea time is that it's just like so goofy. You can usually um, like give them a gift at the end or like, you know, zoom in on their faces really closely and sometimes they'll <laughs> blush, which feels just sort of like weirdly <laughs> horny and like inappropriate given that like you're supposed to be doing this at like 12 p.m. I guess like Fodlin time. Um, but it's just like it's just a really funny, really bizarre, like sweet little mechanic. And like I, I just love it. I think it's so fun. And it's, as I've played the game more and more, I've gotten a little out of the habit of doing it because I like want to use my time differently as a professor. But like the first couple times I played, I made sure I did tea time with everyone. It was just like, mm. it's so weird. It's just weird. And I like, <laughs> I just think like, games should be weird and should always have these like strange little pockets where you're like, this doesn't really need to be here, but like, thank God it is. It like colors <laughs> the rest of my time in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited for that now. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's so funny. 
And you can like, like even the um the part where you can like zoom in and they blush, like you can sort of just like angle the camera in all these like really awkward ways. Like the whole thing is just like, I don't even know whose idea it was. It was amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Um, mm. I honestly, I don't know if I have, if I have any more questions or anything. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, okay. I have, I do have one, but I think this might be a tough one. <laughs> I have my my final question uh, that I wrote in our our question doc is is who's the best student, and I don't know if that's answerable. Oh my god, that's I mean, <laughs> you can, here's the thing: like you can answer that in so many different ways. <laughs> like I am very very partial to Lysithia, who I think you guys are not actually going to get to know on this first playthrough because she is in the Golden Deer. I will say, AJ, if you're going to recruit anyone for Black Eagles, like if you're like I have one, like get out of jail free, I should recruit someone into this house. I would recommend it be Lysithia for story purposes and also just because she's like a really wild oh, character. Okay. Um, she's like 15. She's like really like self-conscious about being so young. She is like a great, great unit as a mage, but also just like, I think she's fascinating and like just kind of a little brat. Um, so I love her. Maybe I'll do one from each house just to like make it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, that, so, that seems, that seems easier for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and then I, I, I think I mentioned him earlier, but I like love Felix Fraldarius is his name in the, in the blue lions. And he is like also sort of a meme character. Um, not least of which, cause like I, I would hazard to say that on a uh, AO3, he probably has the highest volume of fanfic written. About. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's like, this, like that. Yeah, no, but he's just this like very surly little swordsman um, who, who's, I would say backstory is like much more intimately linked with the plot than a lot of the other students. Um, that is maybe like a criticism I would lobby about this game is that like a lot of folks whose stories seem like they would dovetail with the mainline plot, like sort of don't always get woven in. And I think his does in a really, really interesting way. And it's just like, it's just kind of fun to have a character who's like really cranky and always sort of like talking back because I think a lot of the time the attitude among the students can be like, yes, professor, we love you. Like, thank God you're here. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I guess for Black Eagles, oh my God, I love so many of the Black Eagles. They're just like all like weird misfits. Um, but Lindhard is this one character whose like personality is that he's just always falling asleep everywhere. Um, but he's like very smart. He's a he's a mage as well, um, same as Lysithia. And just like very sardonic and like, like feels a lot more modern to me than the other characters. Like this game is supposed to take place in like 18 or no, no 1185 or something like that. And he just like talks and is snarky the way I think I would feel if I were like beamed back to this, like <laughs> often quite humorless, like war monastery. Um, right, so I really right. like him as sort of a like lodestar of like, yeah, I think this is how I would react to things too. Um, but truly there are just like so many amazing characters and units and students. Like, I actually think you could probably make a fairly strong case for like every single one of them to some degree. Nice. I I have to ask the first question I wrote, the most important one. <laughs> Tell me about the himbos in this game. <laughs> What's the himbo representation like? Okay. I minored Can, in himbology yeah. and I'm very interested. <laughs> Another like kind of tricky question because I will say it's like a Stillwaters Run Deep sort of sitch where like there are a couple characters who are just like straight up just like kind of dummies with hearts of gold and like that's you yes. know like Good. like brawlers um and so mm. of those like sort of the unequivocal ones I would say are Raphael in the Golden Deer um who literally is represented as a man whose shirt doesn't fit such that the buttons are constantly <laughs> like gaping across his chest and he's just like really kind and like looks out for his fellow man and like whatever um there's Caspar in uh Black Eagles who is like 
really scrappy and like has a high pitched little voice and has like blue anime hair and like, you know, is just like super goofy. Um, also, these are all grapplers. Like, like there's not an accident here that that's like what, you know, sort of class mm-hmm. it's clear that they're meant to be um, sort of fed into. Um, and, and he has very much like second son syndrome or like he's not going <laughs> to inherit his father's land or whatever. Um, the the Black Eagles absolutely do not have a him. Oh, no, no, sorry. He's in Black Eagles. Um, the Blue Lions do not have a himbo, but they <sighs> do have, I th- I would say, a co- I, I, okay, I think that people are probably yelling at me right now because they're like, no, 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 they have the ultimate himbo. But my argument is that he's not, which is Sylvain, who, Kim, I'm really curious mm. to hear your thoughts on him if you do okay. um, end up doing the Blue Lions run. Um, because he, I think, is a very, very interesting character, but I could also super understand why someone would be so turned off by how he's initially presented that they'd be like, no fucking way. Like, I don't want to get to know this character better. This is creepy. Um, Because basically (laughs) his his whole deal is that he is, he's like this dashing redhead who is like painted initially as just like this huge womanizer. Like, I will Mm -hmm. say this is, this is, I don't think a spoiler. It's more of like a little Easter egg where if you play as uh, the female professor, you can recruit him into any house you're playing as without even having to try because he's just like (laughs) so stoked that like, He's like, you know, whatever, this professor oh, with like double D's has shown up or whatever. <laughs> um, so like like he's like he's like he like hits on everyone. Like like all oh. of his initial supports are him like hitting on, you know, local girls or whatever. Teenagers. Um, yeah, like literally. Yeah. Um, but all that said, I actually think he has some really interesting and really layered characterization to that end. And they they get into a lot of backstory about like why he is the way that he is. And like, I don't know. Oh. All of that is to say, I think that like on the surface, he could seem like the true ultimate himbo. But I think they sort of subvert, as you say, the, the himbology of it all. Um, <laughs> but you guys might completely disagree and other listeners might completely disagree. I, I just have like a real soft spot for Sylvain. So <laughs> got to put that I'm I'm excited to pass judgment on what whether yes. or not he yes. falls within the, the himbo triumvirate. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I mean, is there, we, we've covered a fair amount, I think, but is there anything that like, Alana, you feel like we should definitely know going in? Like um, something, anything we should be prepared for maybe? I don't know. Yes, I think something, um, this is not a game like Persona where if you like miss a turnoff, you will have a completely different game, except in the Black Eagles route. Um, AJ, Mm -hmm. I will just say, you know, this is no spoilers, but just make sure that you're running around talking to everyone. You guys should both be doing this. Like that's the way you should play the game anyway, is like every time you have a free day in the monastery, um, and I I should say it only, you only need to do it once a month because like the the social interactions only reset once a month, but make sure you're going around and talking, I think to everyone, but certainly to every student in your house um, and make sure that you're leveling up relationships. I would say with your um, house leaders in particular, and AJ, that'll be especially important to you. Just make sure that um, you and Edelgard are like on the right foot with each other. That yeah. will not be hard, but I think that there is a way that you could miss it, um, and and you should definitely make sure that you're doing it. Okay. Oh, okay. and for and Kim, I will say for you, <laughs> the thing that you should make sure to do that I didn't even notice. I think the first time I played um, Blue Lions is that there is this game, uh, like they're almost like side battles called paralogues that um, I, I think you guys should try and do all of them. They can be very difficult, and so they're basically like little 
little themed battles that'll happen every so often, depending on who's in your house and who you have strong relationships with. And they'll sort of be like character focused battles. So it'll be like, mm. you know, like I got a letter from my father that we have to go like defeat the bandits outside of town. And it's like a mm -hmm. little more in depth than a regular, like we're just going to go like practice battle, but it's not quite as intense as the end of chapter battles that move the story along. Um, and the one for you that you definitely should do and make sure that you do well is um, there's a character named Dudu and just make sure you okay. do his paralogue. You will, you will, it, you will be much better for it. Like later in the game. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Noted. But everything else, like there's no wrong way to play this. Like you could literally just like decide that everyone with purple hair is going to ride a dragon. <laughs> and that is just like how you play forever. You can decide that you want to spend all your time fishing. Like, like you really can have a lot of fun with this like zany little universe. Like to me, yeah. I think it has just the right amount of like rules and strictures and guardrails that like, you're not going to be completely marooned and be like, oh my God, I've been playing this for 30 hours and I have no idea what's going on. Um, but there's also a lot of freedom and a lot of like even room for error, I would call it. Um, I think that like even just the way like having played other Fire Emblem games, like, I don't know, it's like they've got a really nice mechanic in this game where you can like rewind some moves if you're like, oh fuck, I like should have moved that person two squares to the left. Like I think it makes <laughs> it just like pretty gentle, but not in a way that feels like condescending or handholdy. Okay, great. I don't mind condescending or handholding too. I, like as as easy as you could make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're gonna have a great time. I think normal mode will be like a delight. It'll be like the right amount of challenge, but it'll also okay. not feel like you're not. I don't think you're gonna get like so frustrated. Yeah, great. Oh, that's the thing. There's a mode where you can have your students die forever. Oh, oh my God, yeah. I can't believe we didn't talk about. I can't do that. I have okay. never played that way. I have played maybe almost. <laughs> 500 hours of this game and cannot bring myself to do it, which is okay. like, again, I think that like, if I were a Fire Emblem fan listening to this right now, I would be like screaming at me because it's like, that was, I think like one of the value propositions of the franchise originally. And like sort of why you get so many goddamn characters is because they assume a few are going to die, but like, Jesus. I just cannot bring myself to do it. And like, even from a battle standpoint, like I don't love having to have so many like dual objectives in my mind. Like I am someone who's so single-minded that it's like, I want to win the battle. I want to complete the mm -hmm. objective. I don't want to be doing that at the same time that I'm also like, and I have to protect this person. And I have to like, right. it's just a little too much for me. But like AJ, you might like that actually, if you're like more interested in the strategy part, like that, I, I, that is definitely something you can't toggle between. I will say yeah. if, if, if it's even possible to do the difficulty setting, I will say that that will change both of your, that might be like too much of a divide between the sure. two types yeah, yeah, of yeah. gameplay, but like, Again, your mileage may vary. You might find that that's just like a much more appealing way to play the game. Yeah, I think it's like one of those things where like I would love to be able to play the game like that in a way that I also would love to be able to play Undertale where like <laughs> you do the run where you kill everyone. Right, like, exactly. I could exactly. never do that. I would love to do it because just because it seems so interesting, but I could never. I would never be yeah. able to do that. So I, I, yeah. No, I'm, I, it would be too heartbreaking for me. I, in the, in the <laughs> yeah. same way, like I, I tried to do a renegade run of of Mass Effect and I was just like I don't want to like, be mean not. to yeah. everyone <laughs> no, I just want to be nice to all my space friends so right. yeah I I I could never it's it, it is called casual mode which I always like chafe at a little bit I'm like there's mm. nothing casual about war school <laughs> but <you know. laughs> I think that's a me problem yeah well I I mean Kim unless you have any other questions I I feel satisfied and a little more prepared yeah me too Alana thank you so much for for doing this with us thank um, you and i i would definitely uh be down to 
revisit after we've played. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm excited to have <laughs> dump the, all of uh, our uh, thoughts uh, on you. Right, oh my yeah. god, like well, dream come true is like two new people to like <laughs> exclaim over Fire Emblem with. Yeah, yeah. It's just we'll have all of our friends on who have been telling us to play this game, and we'll all just yell over each other. <laughs> great and you know good content. But no, Perfect. yeah, for real. I would I would I would love to talk when we I don't know I guess finish our first run maybe yeah, or like yeah, yeah. when we decide that we're ready to talk again. I don't know. Right, right. Yeah, we'll yeah see truly. Where we're just at, I guess. Hit me up whenever the spirit moves you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, thanks so much. Yeah, this thank ha- you. again has been a delight. And uh I guess for the listeners, look forward to the first actual episode of this where Kim and I will be talking about <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> gonna be a fun time. I'm so excited about chapters it. Chapters one through question mark. <laughs> yeah, ch- yeah. Chapters uh, somehow. one through thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. (laughs)